podcast hosted by Bobby Enright. Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Out P podcast with your host Bobby Enright. On today's show I'm going to speak about the term cheat meals or cheat days and why this kind of terminology isn't good for your 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 dieting structure um, or you, it's not good for your ability to get results or improve your general knowledge around nutrition and also your general habits and behaviors around nutrition this is really really important because the problem with when we start to think about cheat days or cheat meals or the automatic association for every single person on that day is highly processed fast foods um like pizzas chinese meals donuts um burgers mcdonald's all that kind of stuff because this is a term that is is rooted firmly in in the culture of dieting and that's a huge problem because we start to place foods in the good or, or bad camp and then there's no in between. So we're either in the good camp for a period of time and then we move ourselves because we we feel that we've done so well in our eating behaviours around good food that we certainly start to move and we say, right, now we're having a day where we're going to eat all bad foods. And that's the problem with that classification of good or bad foods. Um, the problem here is that food our food choices can trigger unhealthy behaviors and this is what we need to do get rid of this term cheat day or cheat meal anytime i work with a client i'll never ever mention cheat what we have is a day where we add in some of your favorite style of foods and we we educate um on the on the process of how to add these in and not to start to categorize food as good and bad and not to feel guilty when you have a certain thing like if you went away and had a McDonald's meal or you had a burger or a pizza, that there isn't a sense of guilt with eating that type of meal. What we want is in a week, we want to use terms like we'll have a free meal where we don't think about calories. As in, what I mean by that now, and this is really important that you get this comes across well, it's a free meal in terms of I want you to kind of relax from dieting a little bit. You're going to go and enjoy a meal. That's it. And that's the key thing here. It's not a day. It's not a cheat meal. It's just a, a free meal where you're going to have a meal where you don't associate it with anything. You just go out, enjoy it. Friends, family, husband, wife, kids, whatever it may be, you sit down and you enjoy a meal where you don't necessarily think about any of the, the calories and the counting and all that kind of stuff. You're just going to make sensible choice, go out and have a nice meal that you really enjoy. You know that you're going to feel pretty good after it. You're not shoveling down pizza and fast foods where you're going to feel like crap. So and you're not associating that meal with good or bad. Unhealthy eating behaviors are a huge thing. And we need to start to instill in ourselves a positive eating strategies like having just a free meal where we associate that with going out with a group of people, going out with your family and friends and having a nice meal, say, say at the end of the week. So what we want to do is stop categorizing foods as good and bad. Foods are either healthy for us or unhealthy. So if we talk about healthy foods, we, 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 we're going to talk about foods that are higher in fiber. We're going to talk about foods, foods that are higher in protein. We're going to talk about whole grain style carbohydrate sources. We're going to talk about fats in terms of poly, mono, mono and unsaturated and saturated fats. We're going to try to stay away from unhealthier foods, which are going to be highly processed sugars, uh, refined sugars. We're going to stay away from st um, 
we'll say uh, higher fatty foods that would have a lot of saturated and trans fats added because we know they're going to be more unhealthy for us. So they're not going to support our immune system. They're not going to support our muscular system. They're not going to support our cardiovascular system. They're not going to help in any of these pathways in any way. So we need to we need to associate our eating behaviors with positive eating strategies. Um, so if we have, if, we're, if I'm talking to a client that has had a bad meal or cheating on their diet, is often associated with guilt. I said this, we do not want to associate, associate eating with guilt. So what we need to start to look at is how can we plan around the days that we want to have kind of a free meal. So we start to associate with, okay, where we're, our, our general guidelines of each day, we're 80% on our diet in terms of healthy, nutritious food. And then the 20% each day is coming in from foods that maybe be a bit more hyper palatable. Maybe you're having a chocolate bar. Maybe you're having a couple of coffees or cappuccinos or whatever you're having. Uh, you, you, these things are absolutely fine. Again, we're managing these. That's all we're doing. And again, our association name with our dieting is generally we enjoy our diet we enjoy the foods so we need to put all foods on a neutral playing field and and, and that's the most important thing so we need to stop thinking about eating or not eating certain types of food we just need to think about the, not an all or nothing approach where people tend to overeat or binge if they have something like a cheat day or cheat meal so what we want to change is the association with that day or that particular um meal that you're going to have so when you when you term it a cheat day there's going to be a tendency to binge there's there is going to be a tendency 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 to over eat and over consume your calories it's just inbuilt in you because it's it's a freedom okay so and then what happens with that freedom is you have these foods and then suddenly there's 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 a following feeling of guilt and shame typically leads to another period of rigid dietary restriction most people go down this route um, and this is really really important there was a, a recent study um, looking at common factors in in people who engage in cheat meals and those with eating disorders such as binge eating um, and both and, and both and the factors of both behaviors uh, are consistent with um, physiological and and physical food cravings so these are really, really important that we understand this. Like there's been studies done on this where people that um, work on that cycle of cheat meal, uh, highly, highly um, guilt, uh, feelings of guilt post cheat meal because they've obviously went over in excess of their calorie intake and then they, they go into a rigid period of dieting again, which is dropping food even further. And that study looked at this and, 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 and it has been associated with eating disorders. And this is really, really important. The, the two factors that occur after a period of very very low dieting restriction um is a symptom symptoms of binge eating disorder and it's 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 an it's an a poor behavior in the diet culture that, that is prevalent today and we need to really look at this in areas how we can focus on improving this um and and we what we don't want is to get into that cycle of um binge dieting which is just going into that deeper calorie restriction and then running that as long as we physically can until our body really fights against us and then we suddenly say okay i've been dieting for ages now i'm going to have a cheat day and then suddenly you over consume calories and you feel guilty and then you just go into that restrictive dieting mode again and you're just putting your body in that eating disorder and that um, food cycle of 
high calorie, low calorie, high calorie, lower calorie, high calorie, even lower calorie. So that's the problem. And how can we combat this? So the first thing we need to start to think about is focusing on a positive relation relationship with food. We need to make sure that we're looking at our relationship with food and thinking to ourselves, okay, can we have a nutrition plan or a nutrition structure that's going to be 80% nutrient dense, one ingredient, high quality macro foods during the day and we plan that out a nice nutritious breakfast and lunch and dinner and then our snacks in between we want to make sure there's some form of protein in there but we can add in some foods that we really enjoy and it could be a piece of chocolate it could be some crisps it could be something and we can easily add these foods in and we can easily manage them and then we don't have a negative association with them because we are putting them through our diet and, and kind of um, sprinkling them through the week so it's not all in one just day it's a little bit often and that's the key thing here so instead of cheat meals or cheat day try strategies like eating your favorite treat when it when it makes sense to you so your favorite treat could be a mars bar for instance so you you make a point of enjoying that food only when you have a cheat day so what we need to do is we need to plan um days during the week or weekend that we're having say for instance that mars bar or we're going to have a, a, a donut or we're going to have a burger um, and we're going to make sure that there that's a day we're particularly higher in our output so um we 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 have that mindset then okay we're, we're going to have that food i'm really looking forward to having that that meal so i'm going to make sure i get my my cardio in and my strength training program in that day and I make sure I hit my protein intake for that day. And I'm going to make sure that I one of my meals I have in the evening, I'm just not going to eat that one. I'm going to use this uh, meal as my dinner. And that's absolutely perfect because it, you've done a higher output day. You've burned more excess calories. You're adding in more from this, this type of food. But there's no guilt associated because you have a plan set in place. Remember, all these fast foods are available to us all the time. And, 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 and the problem is if we only put them into one particular day, the results often lead to over excessing calories and the, filth, the, 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 the level of guilt associated with it after is very, very high. So if we just put th this, this type of food and we kind of spread it through the week, uh, say if it's a piece of chocolate and you pop it in a couple of times a week, it's no longer a guilt food because you're managing it and putting it in. If it's a fast food meal and you want to just place it in a free meal at the weekend, absolutely go for that. But you have that little plan in place during the day where you up your output. You might go for a hike in the mountains. You might go for a longer run. You might go into the gym and do some cardio after. So your expenditure in the session is higher and that allows then for that food to come in. And this often results in less overeating, less guilt and a naturally balanced diet and balanced thought process towards food. So the other thing as well is we need to look at cravings. Instead of feeling like you're giving in to food cravings and ruining your diet, remember this can cause guilt, shame and a binging culture. So we have to look at our body and what it's looking for. Our bodies have a unique and specialized way of telling us what we need. And that's inbuilt in us. We, we, we're, we have to listen. So if you're at a restaurant and you're really craving, say, a burger, but you order a salad instead, chances are it's not going to have the same satiation effect to you. So we need to think about uh, persistent thoughts around food, about food, low level hunger, or let's say you're a bit stressed and, until you eat something. So we need to think about cues that are persistent with that type of behavior. So if you're thinking about eating a certain food, what I would suggest you do is you try to uh, say to yourself, okay, I really want to have a burger, 
and I really love to have that burger. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a burger, but I'm going to cook that myself. So I'm going to go on the internet. It will require you to do a small bit of work, but this work that you put in will educate you on a certain meal. So you want to have a burger, you're going to go to your butcher, you grab a nice steak burger, then you're going to go and you're going to get a bun and you're going to get all the trimmings in it and you're going to make that burger yourself. The difference there is good quality meat, you control the burger and the calories within it because you're cooking. You know what you can put into it. You're going to load it up with a salad and vegetables. You're going to put in your, your favorite condiment into it. You might go for ketchup and you might go for a less sugar option. You might go for maybe a mayo and you might go slightly lighter mayo option. And then you might, whatever it may be, salsa, guacamole, whatever. So you put that in your burger. You still um, serve that craving of wanting a burger, but now you've built a skill. You've learned, okay, this is a nice meal I can put in at the end of the week for my kind of free meal and have my burger you might want some chips with that burger so you might oh, you might cut up some potatoes pop them in the um in the grill and then you might spray them with some olive oil and then they've got lovely chips to go with your burger so that's what the key thing here is guys honoring your cravings but thinking about what you're doing now the next thing we need to think of is we need to think about nourishment nutrients and we always talk about this so every plate of food i want you to to consume i want you to always add some vegetables the key nutrient for fiber is vegetables we get a massive amount of our fiber intake from vegetables and when it comes to food it's really important we think about nourishment. We want to nourish our body. So that burger you're having with some chips, you might add in a little bit of side of some vegetables. That would just improve that meal for you, give you a little bit more fiber content within the meal, and it'd be a lot more satisfying meal to you, and you'll feel so much better. So we need to be mindful and open to the need of taking care of ourselves, which is an invaluable tool for progress. And that is really, really important. So always think nourishment. But the key thing, going back to my second point there about honoring cravings is you building the skill. If that burger is, say, a pizza, then you go and you learn how to make it a nice pizza. There's loads of shops now selling pizza bases. And you can go along and put your proper chicken on top of it, a little bit of passata-style sauce on top of it, a little bit of lower-calorie cheese on top of it to pull down the saturated fat value. Then you can put all your trimmings and vegetables like peppers and jalapenos and all that kind of stuff. And you can have a really nice pizza that's cooked by yourself, managed, and you're still having that free meal that you really, really enjoy. And again, we can add loads of vegetables to that and improve the nourishment of that actual meal. So all these areas are really important because what we need to do is we need to make sense of our eating and we need to start to think about, okay, cheat days and cheat meals and all this association in terminology is a negative association towards food. Food is for energy. That's the key principle for food. We eat food to give our body energy. We eat food to give our body nourishment. So if we want to create energy, we eat food. If we want to nourish our body, we need to understand that the better the quality of the food that comes in, the better the energy that goes out, the quicker the body can break that food down and utilize it for the purpose it's 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 there for. Maybe you're going training, maybe you're going for a run, maybe you've got a highly um, active job that you need to be switched on at all times. So this is really important. So we ha it's, it's so important, guys, that the, the culture around food and the positive food relationship is so, so important and it doesn't involve guilt or we need to just ditch cheat days because it's not a helpful step and it's not a helpful thing to put into your dieting, into your into your whole nutrition planning. So I want you to ditch that 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 um, terminology straight away. And I want you to think about the areas that I spoke about. And I want you to start considering how your week is set up. 
where what foods do you really like to eat and you know okay they probably aren't the best for me and can we limit them to 20 percent of our day and if we can scatter them through the week so we don't have them every day but we scatter them maybe two or three times a week and then if we want to have a free meal we either decide okay we're going to place it and we're going to cook it ourselves because it might be a fast food style meal or we're going to go out and have a meal and enjoy it with family friends and have it as a free meal guilt free just go and enjoy it but then on the other side of it that day we're going to have a little bit of a strategy in place and i've spoke about this in numerous podcasts recently setting up a day where you have a bit of extra output to allow for that extra calories that are coming in so we don't go into um, a regression in one sense or another so if you're struggling to get out of the restrictive diet culture mindset consider uh, working with a coach working with somebody that's going to give you the tools that are required and the skills that are required and the 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 inbuilt mindset that's required to have a very positive um food relationship because that's what the key thing is guys um the key thing as well is that no food should be off limits we should enjoy our food we should enjoy eating healthy healthy food but we should also enjoy eating foods that are very hyperpalatable and we we enjoy them that's the most important thing we don't want to always restrict and think of food as good and bad so that is really really important and the key thing here is that you you consider this and you say to yourself okay i can um really really change the way i'm doing things now that's the most important factor because if you start to have that association around cheating and free and 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 uh, cheat days and cheat meals again you'll never come out of that that the rat rat race of low low calorie dieting and each time like i said lower 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 and then binge 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 and that cycle is going to be always there your food relationship is really poor you feel your your, your inner talk your self-talk is really, really negative and very, very stressful on you. So all these areas we need to work on. And the first way we're going to do it is pull away the association to cheat days and cheat meals. And that's the best bit of advice I could give you around that. And the next bit of advice I could give you is scatter the foods you like throughout the week. Have your free meal at the end of the week. Absolutely go and enjoy it. If it's a fast food style meal, try to actually cook it yourself and educate yourself on the skill and art of cooking because that will empower you even more with knowledge. And then the other thing is, if you do go for a meal, have that day where you do a bit of extra output. Go to the gym in the morning and lift some weights. Go for a little bit of cardio after. Increase the expenditure of that session more than what you would have done during the week. And you're absolutely in a great place. And again, guys, hydrate your body. Most important. Remember, we talked about the nourish, nourishing your body. So nourish your body doesn't just mean food. It means adequate sleep, keeping stress at bay. Get off these tablets and phones at night and improve your sleep cycle. Hydrate your body first thing in the morning. Start your morning with focus on you and nobody else. And do not look at your phone first thing in the morning for at least 30 minutes. So remember, that time in the morning is so, so important. We spoke about this. It's your time. Don't let the world get at you. Now, that's kind of veering off a little bit off what I'm, my topic here. But the topic really for today is, and the conclusion of this podcast, set up your week, guys scatter in the food you like throughout the week don't have a, a relationship around food which is good and bad have an open-minded relationship with food learn to cook enjoy food 80 percent of your day nutrient dense nourishment of your body food types coming in remember if you want to train really well and produce the best performances in your training sessions you need to nourish your body and fuel your body properly for the session you remember we fuel for the work required and then 
the next thing is when you have that foods that you really like scatter them through the week the little bit of snacks and stuff like that no problem and the, the next thing we need to think about is when we want to have that free meal absolutely up your expenditure on that particular day and then when you go out remember just think of your basic requirements you don't have to worry about calories too much i want you to just think about nourishment getting the vegetables into that plate having a good source of protein in that meal that's all if it's a fast food style like i said learn to cook it and enjoy it at home i guarantee you your gut will feel better your mind will feel better and you'll be much happier after it so again guys that hopefully that makes sense to you and i hope everybody's having a fantastic february and we're coming to the end of february now uh, when you're listening to this podcast we're going to be on the 27th of february last day of february is the 28th so We've passed another month. Um, it's been a, a brilliant year for me, both personally and business-wise. Um, exciting things coming on the platform, launching a full online coaching platform uh, from the 1st of March. So that's going to be very, very exciting. So anybody who wants to work with me directly, you'll have access to that. You'll have a members uh, space, a community where you can ask questions. There'll be a lot of free resources there, like training programs and recipes and all that kind of stuff. That's all coming in March. So really, really exciting times ahead and if you want to check any of that out guys go to my social media platforms at coach.bobbyinwright and at peakperformance.killarney um, peak.performancekillarney uh, on social media and again you'll see all that launched through the social media platforms. so hopefully that we'll, we'll be talking to a few of you guys on that and again I would really appreciate if you would share screenshot and like the podcast subscribe and again share it to your friends let them know maybe this could help them and maybe they're struggling with their 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 diet nutrition and training and there's a lot of podcasts there that might really help them guys so i'd really appreciate if you'd share the word again have an absolutely amazing week and thank you again for listening to another episode of reach your peak podcast with your host bobby and right